This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from our sponsor. The Daily Compliance News for January 9, 2022, the Don't Pee in a Plane edition. And this is not about urinating in the bathroom. This is about peeing on your fellow passenger. As a banking executive from India, uh, working for the Indium subsidiary of Wells Fargo, um, was urinated on a fellow passenger, apparently in an inebriated state. Uh, it was on an Air India flight in November uh, from New York to New Delhi. And the uh, airline uh, really mistreated the passenger who was abused. However, the uh, employer of the putative peer fired the employee as the vice president of the Indian subsidiary of Wells Fargo. And he's also facing several different uh, laws from the nation of India, including sexual harassment, obscenity, and insulting the modesty of a woman. So, um, pretty bizarre story. Next up, from Al Jazeera, Vietnam removes two deputy prime ministers amid an anti-corruption probe. The Vietnam's National Assembly has voted to dismiss two deputy PMs from their posts. Uh, There was no explanation of the party's decision to remove them, but it comes at a time when communist-ruled country is intensifying its fight against corruption. Despite concerns, the campaign is paralyzing routine transactions. Uh, Next up from Reuters, the Department of Justice has launched a website for victims of FTC cryptocurrency founder SBF's alleged fraud to allow the victims to communicate with law enforcement. In an order late Friday night, the judge authorized federal prosecutors to use the website um, and not have to contact victims individually. FTX could owe more than 1 million people, and it make it impractical to contact each one of them. And finally, we conclude with a story from Bloomberg, which asks the question, will remote work continue in 2023? Executives generally fall into two camps from working from home, which surged during the pandemic. Uh, Some believe it has its advantages, like a happier workforce. Others say, um, screw you, employees. You're coming back into the office. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and whether or not employees will vote with their feet. But there's a genuine divergence between organizations, and you're starting to see companies pick sides. Um, What are some of the reasons remote work will continue? Obviously, retention, recruitment, recession cost-cutting, 
and reversal risks are key components of the analysis that you need to go through in making your decision at your company. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.